0: You're listening to an Anna's Owl Ministries podcast. All right, all right. Now, playing at the SG Drive-In, we have the classic Superman 2. And, guys, I I am excited. If I'm being honest with y'all, I'm excited for this one. Because this is a first for me in the life of of systematic ecology i have been with this man on group shows panel shows but i finally get a chance to talk one-on-one with kino himself how we doing brother
1: i'm fine yourself i, I don't i don't like how y'all be boosting me up i don't i don't do too much i just i just love what i love and i just enjoy what i enjoy but this this right here is something that i'm really excited about i was like yes let's do this uh superman 2 i'm ready i am ready sir
0: So this is one of those movies that, um, you know, it sits in the in the the annals of of history as far as, you know, for a DC guy like myself, point to this generation of movies as that for a group of people. This is Superman correct for a group of people like this is when you talk about superman this this is superman christopher reeves this is the guy
1: he is the only superman we should ever acknowledge everyone (laughs) else is false idols okay everyone else is false idols okay Christopher Reeve is Superman and will forever be Superman. No one else compares.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I found something interesting going back and watching this one. Right, I am. I am of the opinion that, like, I, I remember I was probably something like ten. I was young when I first saw saw the Christopher Reeve Superman uh, movies, mm-hmm. and you know, I I, I appreciated them all of that kind of stuff um i i feel like as, when i was younger i thought they were a little boring because being a 90s kid and and cartoons and power rangers and all of the stuff of the generation is just just a lot more fa- like just a lot faster paced media in general than like 70s 80s stuff so you it, it's it's kind of easy to look at it through through that lens but looking at it uh, as as I've gotten older, I found an interesting thing happen. I love Christopher Reeves as Superman. I and, and honestly, with other IPs, you know, I'm a Flash guy. The Flash is my guy, and and my favorite Flash villain is Reverse Flash. Okay. And, and but that's because Eobard Thon has story and nuance and all of those kinds of things. I cannot stand. The character of General Zod. Oh, I think General Zod is lazy. I think that is just. I understand. I get it. Why that's such a thing, but like, as as an adult now watching this, I'm like, oh, I I would watch this movie with with glee if if it was if it was anybody else other than just. Oh, so we're so we're gonna. What happens if if Superman with a guy with all of the same powers breaks bad and all of that? And I understand (laughs) that that's a conversation to be had, but I'm like, there's so much, there's so much depth to the roster when you talk about Superman's Rogues Gallery that, like, this is just boring to me as, as a character.
1: Yeah. So so let's let's establish something before we get into more into more details. One this movie, which I did not know until I went back and watched it again, did some research, is it was on his second director. Yep. So the first director, which was what was his name? Um gosh, I had it I had it up too. Um what guy's Uh
0: name? not Richard Donner.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Richard Donner. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Lester Richard Lester. Yeah. Um it, he came in because the producers wanted to control the narrative, in essence. They're just Hollywood big shots. And so and so what what we saw was a movie where Hollywood had his hand all in it, and the only reason it did good because of the main character. Because outside of that, uh yeah, I agree with you that that this this Zod General Zod that that was that was just weird. Like it seems like we're watching someone who has the same powers as Superman, but yet not use them. And then he discovers that he can do other stuff too. But we're going we're to get into it because that whole instant transmission thing they were doing in <laughs> the Fortress of Solid 2. I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> yeah. And
0: I'm not even like, so I wouldn't, I would, I would say that other, um, other DC characters I could sit here and tell you kind of the the longevity of the character and I can sit here and tell you the the nuance of it all and the and and all of those kinds of things right mm-hmm. with with soups I you know he was part of the the animated series world uh, for me growing up he was part of the the periphery but I was all as a kid I always had the opinion it's easy to be a superhero when you're a God that it's just that outside of that soups is boring and, and all of that. But what struck me as I've gotten older is this is a man who has the powers of a God and chooses to use them as uh, use them for good. Yes. Chooses to do the right thing. Truth, justice, blah, 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 And, and that is where the interesting factor kicks in. You know what I mean? So, I look at something like like this, and I'm like, this this whole era, I can appreciate it for what it is, because this is more of looking at the ideal of Superman versus something like Man of Steel, where a lot of people's main gripe with Man of Steel was uh, Superman Kills? like Superman's dark or brooding (laughs) or whatever. And, and yeah, it's not Christopher Reeves. You're right. Mm -hmm. It is not the, 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 the pinnacle. And honestly, I hear every single argument. That's like, you know, this is, th- that, that should be, that's what Superman is created to be. Mm-hmm. That's the idea behind it. Right. And going off of it, yeah, you can go to these other versions of, or these other, um these other superheroes and, and toy around and say, okay, so what if this part of the, the, the personality was different? What if this, what if that? And, and you just kind of, you're supposed to leave Superman alone to be, the benchmark for what a hero is, uh, so, so I, I can appreciate it from that aspect, OK. looking at it from somebody who's of a different generation than the main group of people that say Christopher Reeves is the guy <laughs> when you talk about Superman.
1: so let's let's establish that uh, these superhero movies in the late 70s and 80s were the thing. It was it was it was it was and I and I grew I'm a child of the 80s. So it was the opportunity for us to actually see what was in the comics on the big screen. Right. And so and so and you got to think that at that time, you know, they was taking the stuff that was there, there was no anti-hero, there was no uh personality complex or no issues with their own character. Those things at the time Right. So, 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 so when you put all that in and, and you see, hey, this is this, this is what Superman looks like. This is what, how Superman should be. Yeah. So, I, and I get it. I get it because I'm, uh, I'm also a fan of Krypton. I'm also a fan of Krypton. I like Krypton. I like that show Krypton that comes on um, uh, the sci-fi network. I'm a fan of Krypton. But, but, but I also like, I also like, uh, what was the guy? Who's the other, the man of steel? What's his name?
0: Uh, Henry Cavill,
1: is that Henry Cavill with the chin yeah. that he was in the yeah. other thing? Yeah, I like him. I like him as Superman. Yeah. I like him as Superman. However, it is it is again it's 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 because of the generational things and and again the development and the evolution of of the superhero films. That that what we had is what we had, and literally Star Wars and Jones, Superman was was it. It was it, and you would be able to see something, especially for Superman, be able to see a comic on the big screen and somebody embody that which identified Christopher Reed. It was 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 it, and uh, and but but to try to come back and and say that these other iterations of Superman, it just won't do that for me just because it's that's 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 just he is he is right
0: (laughs) and i think that that's the power of somebody like tyler hecklin who's who's currently um playing the the tv show uh superman there's there's character nuance to him where you see him struggling with certain things and how do i be a dad and how do i be a husband and so on and so forth but also hinging closer to the the more idealistic superman rather than like the dark and broody superman that is the man of steel superman right. like I, I, and that mary i think that probably is the best example that we've had of marrying those two worlds and creating something that's maybe a little bit more human and but also like this guy is still a paragon for virtue and things like that yeah I will say as far as as far as Christopher Reeves Superman, you, you hit the nail on the head when you when you say that this Superman is larger than life. This Superman comes off the page. This Superman is one that you can, um, you, you can put stock into. This is one that embodies the character in a way that Henry Cavill did not do other iterations did not do like other, th- this is, this is a guy that you look at and you look at him in the suit and you say, if superheroes were real, this man would be Superman.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, it's not, it's not a takeaway from all the other actors that have played Superman since. It is yeah. just that Christopher Reeve was that guy <laughs> yeah he was and and i and i hate to say it but but when he had fallen off the horse and broke it we were like superman is gone <laughs> not christopher reed the actor or the person right. no we was like superman there's no more superman there's there'll be no more superman movies especially after he had gotten hurt and he had uh fallen off the horse and broke his neck Yeah, it was that was devastating. Like it was that was huge news. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And but 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 that's 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 the power of movies and finding the right character to play that right. uh, That matches the expectations and the ideas from the comics to bring it to life. And it's very hard to do. Um, But but this was I think this was one of the best iterations of Superman that DC had ever did at that time for this, especially at this time. Cause this movie, this movie was, 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 it was interesting going back and watching it. Cause I remember watching it as a kid and this was like, this was just cool. Just Zod and your sir and non and being trapped in that little, the, uh, what's the, what's the thing called they were trapped in
0: the phantom zone
1: the phantom zone phantom zone and just seeing that as a as a kid on on the film and on tv and just like wow this is so cool um but watching that i was like oh my gosh this this was they they really did some ingenuity type things before cgi yeah yeah that was the beauty of this one that that they they were able to incorporate just like with star wars and even all the other ones that they were able to to do some stuff with the movies, and the, I mean the the edits and and f- angles and all that stuff that what well, you could not accomplish um, back then, but they was able to do it, which made the film even better. Which made the film even better.
0: Yeah, and I I think if we're being honest about it, there is a there is a crop of movies that, regardless of genre, come from the same era, and all of them. Are highly and well regarded as, like the, the tentpole movies for effects and things like that.
1: Yeah, and and and, but I think I think along with the effects, I'm gonna go back to it is it is the leading actor that also carries this movie uh, because I didn't I didn't realize that the the difference between the first Superman and the second one. Outside of the director was Marlon Brando, you know, and so they cut Marlon Brando out. But but that was it. Funny enough, it was okay because of Christopher Reed, like like because of his star power and his presence on the film, on the screen. It actually made the which which not trying to be funny, but but whenever you're trying to do a sequel with another uh, director, it never works out for real like it never works out. But but somehow this one was able to work out only because of Christopher Reed. And, oh, this is another thing I did not know. Um, um, Mario Pooza wrote this script. I'm Really? A, yes, I'm a huge Mario Pooza fan. I've I read all of his books, and I'm a huge Godfather fan. And when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I did not know that. So that, that, <laughs> even, that even changed the name for me. I'm, okay, I, I see this movie in a different light. With that <laughs> yeah,
0: that's yeah. interesting, yeah, I did not know that, I yeah, know
1: that. yeah, yeah,
0: and the fact that this movie, you know one of the things that's that's caught me with a lot of these s g drive movies is it's either a group of people that were that are ultimately somewhat disconnected from the era where the movie came from, mm-hmm. talking about the movie, mm-hmm. or it's people from different generations that are talking about this movie that can come together out of a shared love for the movie. And it speaks to the fact, the fact that this movie is even remembered the way that it is speaks to the strength of it, because you, you look at this same concept, right? Actor or uh, director uh, change, changeovers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we just had a whole, a whole section of movies, but for better or for worse, you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not commenting personal opinion on these three movies, but we just had three Star Wars movies that changed hands,
1: uh-huh.
0: and and collectively, most people will call them a dumpster fire. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, and and whatever. If you like them, cool. That's not the point. But but we see the same concepts with turmoil, with Hollywood meddling, right. with all of these issues, where ultimately it leads to a very diminished product. Yes. And yeah you can say what you will about the theatrical cut versus the Donner cut, which is its own thing. Mm-hmm. This is the first time, you know, this is the first time where we saw a a wholesale, you know, give us the, the cut of that, that the director made rather than that Hollywood made. Right. This is the first instance that we saw of that. Mm-hmm. But say what you will, there are aspects of both movies that if you compare the two movies, Side by side, there are things that the theatrical cut did that made no sense in the Donner cut, Correct. and there were some things that the Donner cut did that made no sense.
1: Correct. Or, or vice versa. Yeah, vice versa. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the 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 rug. So so out of out of DC and Marvel, I hate to say this, but I think Marvel gets it right with trying to keep some continuity with either the same producers. Or the yep. same executive producers, that there's something that's keeping that same lineage going, that yep. you can tell that this is a Marvel movie that is done well, even if you have a different director, even if you have different act, even if you bring up a different hero, there's, there's a common thread that keeps it together.
0: And fan, geek fans in general are a finicky group, but comic book fans are are a weird group because we simultaneously understand that you can do a lot of things with with continuity and telling different stories and being adventurous and all of those kinds of things. But at the same token, we want to know that regardless of what, adventure we're reading, we're still reading Superman. We're, we're still reading Batman. We're still reading the Justice League. We're still reading whatever Marvel character, like that we are still reading this character that we appreciate and we like, and that we make it clear yeah. when there's not, um, when, when you've broken off from, from what is established. And I think that that's part of why, fast forwarding a little bit, you've got somebody like Brandon Ruff, Brandon Roth, the, the guy that came in for Superman, I think it's Superman Returns,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where, where they tried to set it in the same universe and tried to say, oh, hey, guys, this is Superman. The biggest mistake that they made, the biggest mistake that they made was trying to set it in the same world as to say that this is the same Superman that Christopher Reeves was you need to separate yourself from this guy that lived and embodied this character. Mm -hmm. You need to separate yourself. And if you want to do a new Superman, do a new Superman, Mm -hmm. but don't try and make it so that way it's the same guy because eagle eyed fans that care about that sort of thing are absolutely if for not, they're not going to watch the movie on its own merits. They're going to watch the movie saying hashtag, not my Superman because that you're trying to compare it to a a seminal version of the character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that's and the reality of that is that there's a big difference between um there's a big difference between this the the era of DC movies that we're talking about here mm-hmm. and the current crop of of DC movies. You look at, and I want to make sure that we give we give everybody their flowers. Christopher mm-hmm. Reeves is half of the of of half of the 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 dynamic. Mm-hmm. The other half is Margaret Kidder, right? That's her name, the Lois. Lois, Lois. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so the so the continuity of those two characters together really did a lot to carry forward that through line that you're talking about with these Superman movies, and and even at its worst, you know, you look at Superman three. Even at its worst, there was still could still say this was the same Mm years. This still smells the same. This still looks the same. This still seems like the same universe. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you can't necessarily say with with modern day DC. Now I will sit here and tell you that I think from an artistic standpoint, I think if you go in without any preconceived bias, the the Snyder cut of of Justice League is is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I think I it just just stop trying to look at it like a like a like a Marvel movie. Right. And you can enjoy an artistic take on the Justice League. Yes. Fine. And I'm good I'm good with that when you're looking at something that i want to see the big blue boy scout b- brought to life right. i want to see superman brought to life that like i th- those two together the continuity of them is a huge part of what pushes the ball forward of making this such a seminal classic for superhero storytelling on the big screen
1: yeah and and that because they the DC did sh- decide to at least keep the main characters throughout these three films made it work for them in such a way like you said that it it made it, it made it feel like this is what it's supposed to be yeah. regardless of 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 the movie itself the fact that you had uh Chris and Margaret uh what's the, uh Margaret Kidder Kidder yes Margaret Kidder as Lois and superman that 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 made the films good, and especially with this one uh, because you have uh Lois finding out that chris uh, uh, uh superman uh Cart, Cart, Cart Clint Kent is Superman and then discovering that his and he, him telling her about his origin and bringing her to this Fortress of Solitude and that whole dynamic between, like that was good chemistry. That was that was that was another good thing about this movie was the chemistry between those two. That made it work. Like you wanted to see them together. You wanted yeah. them to see them together, and you hate that whenever Tom Lewis got in trouble, but you knew Superman was gonna be there to get her. Except for that one time when she jumped into, the, ah, like, why are you jumping Niagara Falls? He, he was like Lois. Lois, grab a bit, grab that twig. He was not going to jump in that water just to save her. Oh. <laughs> that was funny.
0: One of the, one of the things that I found that I found interesting about these movies, and and it's kind of a similar notion with um when when Will and I talked about uh Batman eighty nine. Um, you know, everybody talks about how. The Pearls and Popcorn, right? Nobody, you know, we 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 are sick and tired of seeing The Pearls and Popcorn. Um, but Batman '89 was the first time in live action that we had seen Pearls and Popcorn. And it was the the first time that they did it was the best time that they did it. Say with with this this was a similar a similar deal when you're talking about Krypton, when you're talking about the the establishment of where Superman comes from and, and his backstory and things like that, I think that this did something, this established something that, yes, over time got overdone and got redone and, and all of those kinds of things, but this is, this is probably the best portrayal of that that I can, that I can look to. As far as Krypton, uh, Krypton exploding, and and understanding his backstory and where he comes from, and explaining all of it, and, and I honestly, I think that that's part of why I too like the show Krypton because it it shows it it, it feels like it it feels like it's set in the same kind uh, in the same Krypton uh-huh. that was shown that that that, that was expressed here.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Like it yeah. it had a similar feel to it that that kind of is that same level of well done.
1: Right. And, and let's, let's also establish that, that when you try to take a comic book hero and tell their story in a two-hour film, that's hard yeah. to do. That is very that hard, is hard to do. do. That's very hard to do. You have to decide how much of his backstory you want to show, how much of his, his evolution and his development as the superhero. That is hard to decide. And so you, it, it, even though we as fans want it all, On the screen, you can't give us all of that on the screen because that'd be just too much. We would we that's what we want. (laughs) That's what we want. But but I think this film did a good job of trying to give us some more of his origin story. Um but I I do think they did miss the mark with Zod and and Ursa and Nan. I think they would just That was, that was, I, if, that, if, if, if you ask me, that was the only low point is just them, their introduction into the universe that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it doesn't help for me. Like I said, like, I think overall the concept of Zod is, is boring. I don't, I think there's way more interesting when you look at, you know, the, the ridiculous amount of Superman villains, villains. that there are, it, it's just. I, I get why you do it. It's easiest yeah, to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, i
1: it's the e- he, I think Zod is the easiest one that doesn't yeah. require that much of development or backstory taken away from the main character. I think that's. But but you they could have they could have chose somebody else though. <laughs> they could yeah. have. Um, they could they could have they could allowed Gene Hackman Lex Luthor Luther to be to run free as Lex Lex Luther you know what i'm saying like that could have been that could have been even better um but it's yeah it's but but that's that's this 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 was a good film like like this was an actual good film to even rewatch um because I think I watched it last week or this week or sometime anyway, but but to rewatch it and sit down and like, "Oh my gosh, this was actually a good film, and I remember watching it as a kid, just being in on a maze like this is Superman, and I, that's why I would like to forever Christopher Re will forever be Superman, um because of how he just embodied that role, not taken away from any other actors that have played Superman ever since but he just I think he set the standard in the tone. I think this is one of the best films. Not the best film, but at least because we're talking about this one, this was a good film to watch. Um and if you have the t- time and opportunity to go back and watch it again. Um because it was it's a good it's a good movie.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I think one of the one of the things that really stood out to me um I I am I am of the type which is exactly why I'm I'm on this show that I I, I enjoy Asking questions, I enjoy poking and prodding and, and looking at things philosophically and and looking at that portion of it as well as, is this something that, you know, is it, is it, I, I enjoy the Superman of it all. Ooh. I enjoy the fact that he embodies that portion of it, but he also did some, did all of that in a manner that also made the man behind the cape also believable. You look at this man who struggled with identity and stuff like that, and that, to me, that was compelling. That's where you tell the story of Superman. Allow for him to poke and prod and and, and really come into his own of accepting the responsibility of being superman and what that means especially on, when you incorporate he wants to be in this relationship with Lois Lane he wants to have a life with her but he can't just walk away from being superman and all of that and i think for for those of us that you know i i, 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 I honest, honestly i think as as christians that's something that we should be looking at but that's something that humans can be looking at yeah. as well
1: yeah. you know just generally speaking and and i think i think that is more prevalent now with the with social media because yeah. what funny enough we still can't separate that which we see is only a snippet in time that someone took to show us something but that doesn't mean that's the reality right and and I think that's another issue that we have in society is that who who people are that we see that they're showing us is not all of them because we don't know them fully. However, because we feel like we, we know them on social media because they post a lot on social media we feel like we have we know them, we know their lives but but no there's always more to this story to this individual and also how they're grappling with their own identity. Cause some people like to post on social media just to get the likes. Some people want to tell a story. Some people just want to be out there. It, but, but, but to say that I know someone based off of their posts don't mean, it doesn't mean that I know them fully. I just know their posts. And and I think that's, that's another thing that we saw with Superman is he was struggling to maintain his identity as Clark Kent, but also knowing that he was Superman, but how do you, how do you, if you know that you have these powers and abilities, how do you still maintain your humanity, even though you're not human? And he decided to say, especially in this movie, you know what, I would rather be human than to be Superman, because I want to know what that felt like, but also re- realizing that he had other responsibilities, And that's what I think that we miss is that even as believers, as people, we used to have responsibilities. Like we have to be responsible for not for what we do and what we say. And we feel like we can go and say whatever we want. No, you cannot. You cannot just go and slap somebody in the face because you felt like it. No, that's going to have consequences to it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Actions have consequences and how we interact with people. Being a Christian doesn't give you carte blanche freedom. I'm speaking truth. Speaking truth is not licensed to be a jerk. It's just not. Correct. You know what I mean? And and that – toting those worlds, being not of this world Mm -hmm. but being in this world, Mm -hmm. that – when when we are able to navigate that under the rule and reign of God that is when we push forward the kingdom of God that is when we exemplify the kingdom that is here and now looking towards the kingdom that has not yet come and when with a movie like this i love these kinds of movies because it recontextualizes i've i've called it i've been on each one of the 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 CS Lewis episodes so far d- during the 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 year of Lewis because i am a huge Narnia fan. And one of the beautiful things about Lewis's work is that it has baked into it reflections of truth. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, we look at The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe as kind of the, the 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 biggest example of it, and in many ways it is, but looking even past that, throughout the rest of his works are also reflections of truth. And that's what makes it so beautiful because it's it's reflection of truth told in a compelling story. Guys, this movie... Is a reflection of truth told in a really compelling story with awesome actors that really embody this and allow for you to just, you know what? Let me live in this world. Let me live in this world for 90 minutes. Let me let me let me play in this sandbox. And if you can do that, if you can make people truly suspend their disbelief and say, What is what if I played in this sandbox for 90 minutes? What if this I was in this world for 90 minutes? That is something that that's that's a beautiful experience and that's the thing that makes lifelong fans yeah. of IPs that is why you listen to Kino and you hear him say this movie from the 70s is such an important piece for me and my fandom i look at something like this and i'm like this is this is awesome character storytelling And this is something that I can relate to and I can sink my teeth into because they were willing to allow for a movie that you could live in.
1: Preach. Preach. (laughs) You know, I think I think I think one of the things that and I identify with Superman that I struggle with is the idea of being a pastor versus being just a person. Yeah. Because people perceive me as a pastor that I should be govern myself. Like literally it trips people out that if if they say we finna go drink, I'm like, I'm I am like i want to go too. Let's go. Wait, you're a pastor. So what does that mean? Right. That I, I, I cannot have a, a drink because I'm a preacher? That, no. Let, let me I, I love this step. Let me remind you that at the last supper there was wine. And yep. Jesus' first miracle, he turned water into wine, and they said that the wine he turned, I mean water the wine that he turned was better than the first stuff. So no, you can't tell me he didn't have any of that, that his disciples right. didn't have any of that. No, but 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 that's 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 the, the rub. And so I my my thing is I think the greatest ministry that we have is to be authentic to ourselves, but never lose our identity of who we are.
0: Right. Right. And I, think that? that's
1: what, that's, I think that's what Superman did because after he realized, oh my gosh, like I still have responsibilities that I, that I cannot just, just live my life the way I want to, but I can still live my life. I just have to make sacrifices in how I live. And those sacrifices don't hinder him. It actually makes him better. And I believe that people get all caught up on the sacrifices. No, it's, it's, a, it's a good sacrifice to do for somebody else because not only do you help them, but you help yourself because you're doing this. This is one, another thing I preach a lot is that we have a responsibility to become the hands and feet of Christ. A lot of times people don't see God until we show them by how we act and how we treat people. And yeah. we got to know that, that it is a, it's a good sacrifice, but hey, what did you what did say? It's, it's, it's okay to give up to gain it all. But we don't recognize that once I give it up, they they think we're losing it all. In actuality, you gain so much more. You just don't realize it because you're spending so much time trying to hold on to it.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, right? Like you you we we hold with such with such ferocity the things of this world. And and all of that because we are humans, because we, we only see part of the part of the equation, and that's part of the human condition. But the reality is is that if we if we can conceptualize what we're doing when we are giving up parts of ourself, when we are giving up certain aspects of our life and things like that, we are engaging with the freedom to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And I, that's a, that's a hot button sentence for some people because mm-hmm. following the rules is a weird concept because humans have made it weird. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that we can if if we give up these things that we chase so hard after that we give so much of our life to pursue and things like that and we live in the good and true ways we we are no longer bound to giving up the energy giving up the time giving up the focus of chasing the rabbit that we were never meant to chase in the first place that we then have the freedom to be able to live in a way that ultimately produces good in our life that, on, that 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 produces this this beauty and sustenance, we look at the reality of what how God called us to live. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it looks stiff necked from the outside, but dude, look at it. it if freeing. you, it is freeing. It's like freeing. you look, you live in that way that that lives by the playbook that we are given and suddenly life becomes clearer. We look <laughs> we we live holy and set apart. And right. that's not that doesn't mean that we live in our echo chambers mm-hmm. and we live in a, you know, we we live in a we have to we have to come down hard on this, that and the other thing. And you if if you don't think this way, you're wrong and all this kind of stuff no it allows us to actually see clearly when interacting with the world around us we can live and breathe in a way that you cannot when you are bound and shackled by this world and Honestly, that this, this stuff that we're talking about, this last, what, 10, 15 minutes of this conversation, this is the stuff that brings me to the yard. This is the stuff that gets me fired up and I love about dissecting this stuff because if you can allow to peel back the layers of the onion a little bit and you can allow to poke and prod at these stories, yeah, ultimately, it's a superhero film. Ultimately, it's a, it's a fictional character. But if you look at, how these concepts apply to your life mm-hmm. then then you can start asking some questions and and push on the walls of the bubble guys we're not supposed to just be walking mindlessly from point a to point b no test and see that yeah, the lord is good.
1: good yeah yeah and and not only not only should we push but we should always question yes question don't don't be afraid to ask the question. What we're afraid of is the answer.
0: Exactly. <laughs> we
1: are scared of the answer. But if you ask the question, it makes us then say, "I don't understand." Can we get can we get some clarity? And that's so. And that is all right. But I, I want to caution folks that when you ask God the question, be ready for his answer. Because I love exactly. when, when, Joe, when Joe was like, I need to have an audience with you. I need to sit down with you because I got to understand what's going on. in And God, I'll never forget this God said, OK, you want to have to gird up your loins and let's yeah. sit down and have a talk. Where were you when I made the stars in the sky? Where were you when I created all this? You was not here. So you don't understand the vastness of it all. But to you and for us, we have to wrestle with how do we all fit into all of this that God created. And if we just remember that we have a responsibility to ourselves and to God, and that's it, we're doing the part that God called us to do. But we'd be wondering, look, like, what's their part? What's their part? No, don't worry about nobody else. No, right. you do what you're supposed to do. And if everybody do what they're supposed to do, we'll be fine. You know, it's the funny thing. I don't know if I've seen it on TikTok or, or I think I've seen a video talking about traffic jams. I know this sounds crazy. But but traffic jams only happen because people are tailgating. Yep. There's a scientific proven fact that if people do the three cars length, no matter where it is, in tr- there'll be no traffic because the distance is preventing traffic. I mean, pr- the distance is pr- allowing traffic to flow like it should. But because we're worried about the next person, because we're not thinking about ourselves, because we're worrying about everybody else and not our own, we always have traffic jams. And that's not right. how it's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: Right yeah that's a scientific fact that yeah I've heard that before you know and, and that's this this whole this whole thing you know i i think I think when we realize the paradigm in the parameters, that is where all of the other stuff fall falls into falls into place if we are. Being the hands and feet of Christ, if we are loving the world, if we are loving our enemies and so on and so forth, all of those things, those are all things that we can strive to do as humans or we do out of relationship with God. Mm-hmm. You know, And, and that's, that's the beauty of when it's all coming out of a place of relationship with God. Yeah, that relationship with God means that I don't do some things. hmm my relationship with my wife means that I don't do certain things. Mm-hmm. Not because, oh, it's legalistic. And unfortunately, unfortunately, it feels like like it needs to be said that there are likely some, if just law of averages being what it is, that there's probably somebody who has heard all of this in a very, very religious context <laughs> and, and all of that kind of stuff. They've heard most of what we're saying here in a very religious context. But when we when we are when we are not doing the certain things, we are ultimately net better
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes, we're following the rules, but we're doing so because that is what is best for us right that is god that that is God's best for our life, and that is ultimately god's will is is, is what that no man shall perish mm-hmm.
1: that
0: and 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 everything stems from from that and and you you can see when with 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 when you live out of that place, when that's your base minimum, right? Then you can see the beauty and the things that, that reflect that. To get back to the whole Superman, the, the whole Superman of it all, like that, then you can say, Well, hold hold the phone, hold the phone. We're looking at the big blue boy scout, and this dude that does have the powers of a god, that is faster than a speeding ball, that is all of these things. You mean to tell me? He he struggles he struggles with some of the same stuff that I that I struggle with. Ooh. This char- this character is is three and four dimensional enough to to go through some of the same things that I go through. Ooh. Whoa, that's that's something. That's that that's that's meaty. Right, you know what I mean. Right, and now and now suddenly that you've opened yourself up to. Thinking and exploring and pushing and prodding. Now, suddenly, you have some that now the world is your oyster. Right. Now, God is saying, You have, you understand base minimum. You understand the rules of engagement. Guys, go play. Right. Right. It's not about should I go do A or should I go do B? Is it this or is it that? No, it's you understand how to conduct yourself in this world. Go
1: play. Go play. Go play. And I think, I think we miss that this life is set up for us to play within the rules that God has laid for us. And that's it. That if we follow those, then, then what the scripture says, whom the son sets free is free. Indeed It's freeing because you know, Hey, okay, I'm not going to do this because this is not going to help me. It's not going to benefit me. Now it, it might feel good. It might look good, but it's had no benefit for me. And if we can get off of this, this, this hedonistic, Notion that I got to do this because it makes me feel good. No, some stuff that makes you feel good is not good for you. I.e., no. if you keep eating bojangles, if you keep <laughs> if you keep eating bojangles, I don't think you have bojangles where you are. But if you keep eating Popeyes, if you keep eating fried chicken every day, it's going to have an impact on your life. Now we think that that that. Okay, but that's that you can take that with food. You can take that with with sex. You can take that with money. You can take that with jobs. You can take anything that if you do anything in excess, it's going to it's going to have a detrimental effect on your mind, body and spirit. However, that's why it's important that you follow what Christ said, because Jesus gave us the great model that he didn't he didn't even be around the people all the time. That Jesus took time to be by himself. He practiced self-care. He practiced being in prayer. He practiced praying. He practiced re- building relationships. He practiced rebuking people. He pr- he did all of that stuff. And if we can see that in Superman, how Superman struggled, and then we take it to the Christ, Jesus, and how Jesus struggled, because Jesus got angry. Jesus had to deal with a lot of people talking about him, to trying to come after him. He didn't lose focus because he knew the rules. He, he played within the rules. And I think that's a good point that you was pointing out, that if we can just recognize that the struggle of humanity is that you, it's so universal that everybody has to figure out how they're going to play. But the best way to figure it out is to go back to the rule book. Just go back to the rule book. Just read the Bible. Just read it. And if, if you could... If you, one of the greatest things I love about the Bible is it is it is a soap popper on words. It is yep. a soap popper on words. You talking about issues and stuff, but they're like, I don't want to do. Yeah, but 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 if you recognize that even in their struggles, God was with them, then you can recognize that God is with us even in our struggles. We just have to be open to that, and that's what you will see the difference. And then Superman was open to changing. To who he was to become for some for somebody else, which he realized it didn't work for him. He realized it didn't work for him because he rea- he he saw that he had he had responsibilities and the world was in need of him. And I hate to say this, but but the truth is, for this for somebody, the world needs you. God made you for you, and the truth is that that you thinking that nobody cares about you. Somebody needs you just as much as you feel like you need them because you have something that no one else has and that's you and God made you that way. And that's the way Superman was. Superman is Superman. There's no other Superman. There's no other Superman because he was created in such a way that his needs and abilities would help somebody else. That's the same thing for us. The same thing for us.
0: So with that, dude, this was a, this was an absolute blast. Um, These are the kinds of conversations that, that, I love to have on on these episodes. Um, so so as as always, as we wrap up here, you know the 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 best recommendation that we can give: go and watch this movie. Yes, go go watch through. Yes, even Superman three. Yes, go go experience Christopher Reeve's Superman because it it, it just it brings the character to life. And and as you're watching it, do not be afraid to. Ask the questions to poke and prod and all of that. Um, Also, do not be afraid to go to systematicgeekology.org to listen to the rest of the SG drive in um, lineup and the rest of everything that we've got going on and to learn more about our illustrious panel of hosts. Um, And if that is not enough for you and you want to help us keep doing what we're doing and keep the lights on, head on over to patreon.com slash systematic tons of bonus materials over there every month and last but certainly not least remember we are all a chosen people a geekdom of priests